And we Check have... again. Your head is not going to be... No, I have head, I have hands, we have no legs, so legs. <laughs> we can start recording the, the episode. Okay. So welcome listeners to Two Facet Podcast. This is episode number nine. I am Hunkal. I'm one of your hosts. I'm a product designer and I'm here with... Matt, uh, <laughs> the product manager. Hello, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, so today we've met like every time with the topic. Um, this time we'll be talking about the thing called design sprint. Design sprints, yes. So there's gonna be a bit more design stuff, a bit less strategy stuff. So I'm super happy. Um, <laughs> a little bit of both. We will try. Yeah, yeah, of course, right? as always. Like, okay, so um, what's design sprint? So why we are here? What's design sprint? Yeah. Shall I say it or you want? Yeah, yeah please tell me. I, okay. I, I know nothing. I will, <laughs> you know nothing. I will just have opinions about like the, the, you know being a participant in one. So perfect. So uh, design sprint. It's a it's a method, a process to quickly validate ideas in five days, five or four days, depending on the format you're mm -hmm. using. And it's based on design thinking. So basically, you will be doing the design thinking process super compressed into four or five days. Okay. Uh, and it's just it. And it comes from, from a book that was written by Jake Knapp. He okay. was like the creator of it when he was working at Google Ventures. And this is the way he, he found to uh, replicate the same way to validate ideas okay. with the startups there. So, okay, that's a, that's a good segue to. When would you use this design sprint? So for, for what it's invented for? Okay, so it's invented to solving problems, mm -hmm. to finding solutions to, to problems. Uh, it works best when you want to do a completely new product. Okay. Or maybe a big redesign of a section of, a, yeah. of an existing product. And it works better if you really don't have the answers to the problem, if you really don't know the, yeah. the solution. And it's quite a big of a problem. Yeah, I, I, I like this tag actually. Because one of the things I like used to use design sprints for is like when I have no ideas how to solve a problem or actually sometimes I don't even know the problem. So we will go later through techniques that do help you to you know try to generate or name this problem in like a super short period of time. Exactly. Yes, because think so in those five days, you will do two or three of the days, depending on which format you use, uh, you will be having between five, six, seven people on a room completely dedicated to that. So that's a lot of time and that's yeah. a lot of effort. So really you want to make it sure that it's useful. So if yeah. you already know the answer, if you already have the solution, why, why, why do doing you, it? Yeah. No? I mean, some people may say it's still good for alignment. But I would say it's a bad practice to run it then. Uh, but, but then for alignment, you can just do like a quick workshop for yeah, alignment yeah, with some maybe, activities yeah. and you don't need to do the, the yeah. full thing. True. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, we have five or three days, right? Yeah, actually, let me explain that. So in the okay, book, yeah. it's, it's five days. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a full week. So you will have three days for doing workshops. So you will meet with a cross-functional team, the team who will be developing the mm -hmm. solution later or who are related with, yeah. with the solution. And then you will have one day for developing a prototype. 
after, so with the solution that was this defined in these three days, mm -hmm. and then one day for user testing. So in these five days, you have everything. Okay, that sounds like a lot of work for a designer. <laughs> no, it's like, damn, I need to prototype and then test in two days. It's, it's designer like... die. No, well, ideally it should be done with so more than one people. So maybe you have right. one person is a facilitator of the workshop. Maybe one or two other person are doing the prototype. Maybe some other person is taking care of the okay. user testing. We've tried with just one person you can do it as well <laughs> you didn't die at the yeah, end yeah yeah but as well we extended it a bit yeah. so if you really want to make it like in five days you probably need a bit more people and then there's this other version which is only four days and mm -hmm. this was created by Asian smart agency from berlin um so they started doing the design sprints as the book okay and then after hundreds of them they kind of took them to make it especially they took them to make it shorter and more useful for when you're working with a customer okay. instead of working in-house in in a yeah. product yeah and in this case it's only two days workshop one day uh, prototyping and one day okay so okay so you cut on workshopping, not on you, you don't give this additional time anywhere for design. No, no, you cut okay, on workshopping, so. yeah. So activities are a bit shorter and different organized. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Hmm. Um okay, so you want to do the design sprint? For sure you will go through stages of the design sprint. But how you do do you even prepare for it? Uh, like if we would go for a design sprint, like I told okay. you, hey, let's run design sprint about any of the problems we have right now. Where, where do you even start? Okay, so first Aside of all... from reading a book, of course. <laughs> that's, that's probably a good start. Yes. But then let's say you want to, you know, start organizing it. What are the things you need okay. to do? So I will uh, before starting into the things I will answer you with a question. Okay, so yeah. even before that, how do you make the decision that you are going to do that? And because normally there's, there's this um, this person who's the decider mm -hmm. that you will include in the in the design print, sprint, and normally it's the person who either is taking the initiative or that has the power to make it real later. Okay. And normally this person is from the beginning taking the decision if okay. this is going to happen or not. So. How would I say? Okay. Now in my case. In your experience. Yeah, in yeah. my experience, I would use it for problems we don't know solutions to or. Yeah, yeah, basically problems that we cannot right now name. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, for me, the design sprint is great for them because as we will say in a minute, uh, you will have a lot of alignment uh, activities. So we can align different views between people around the same problem as we all believe at the beginning. Then we need to create like a common goal that is driven from that problem and, and this is this naming of a problem for me so we have this mm -hmm. one goal and then we have design and then we are producing a lot of solutions and it's not super popular what I'm gonna say but I, I like those solutions so I do like design sprints a lot because a lot of times we'll create a concept design so a design of something beautiful to solve the problem and from experience I know it's not gonna be the thing that we're gonna ship like, <laughs> But it's a good driver. I mean, even in our experience. So the thing that we are currently working on, we started with the design sprint. So we des designed the concept design and it was like with a lot of details. We are not shipping that thing, but it still serves us as this, you know, um, uh, compass, basically, uh -huh, uh -huh. where we want to go. Or, or, you know, people that were in that time in a team when we were building that concept design, they 
think a bit differently about how we build it, what's the philosophy behind it, why we build certain things in a certain way. So it really gives us, yeah, normally you would have a lot of time spent as a product person mm -hmm. to explain this vision and all of those decisions to people and you need to generate all the documentation for that one. With the design sprint, we've done it with five days, right? Yeah. And then people that been there, they do understand bits and pieces because they co-created that basically with mm -hmm, us. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, then now I have another one. So <laughs> when you want to co-create possible solutions of a problem that you don't have clear solution yet, or you're super open about the possible solutions to the problem, then then I would use the the That's design perfect. Sprint. That's perfect definition. <laughs> I'm getting better at that. Like, they're gonna be scientific at some moment. Uh, so this is how I would decide to run a design sprint. So okay. I approach a problem, and I have only blurry solutions, and I do believe others can help me shape the possible solutions, and then together we can decide on whatever we'll shape later. Perfect. So from there we start preparing. So we start the preparation, yeah. and preparation is super important. So if you just jump into the activities, really, it's not gonna it's not gonna work. Okay. So important things you need. Um, <laughs> no, I'm checking my hands. Like, okay. I thought you were going to say something. No, 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 I'm just moving my hands. Everything's fine. Good. They move fine. They yeah, move okay. fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here. No, so you need, uh, yeah, so you need this person who's the decider. So mm -hmm. you need to make sure you have this person involved, this person that, that will have the power or resources to make it happen afterwards. Okay. Whatever it is, part of it, totally, or whatever. You need a facilitator. Okay. Uh, who will run the workshops and as well take care of the next parts if possible. And you need research okay. as well. So it's not that the design sprint will give you the answers of the users. Yeah. So it will help you find solutions to problems, okay. align on the challenge, but you need to have some research yeah. first as well. Of course, so yeah. have some um, insights and not, you know, shoot uh, random ideas. Exactly. Nice. You said with the decider, so. Um, that he or she should be able to, you know, push the whatever gonna be the outcome further. Is it that important? I mean, well, it's if, a question. I don't have an answer to if it. If you're spending like five days of a week yeah. of five, seven people on a workshop, and then the effort of the prototyping and the user testing and everything, yeah. and then you present the solution, and they are like, no, but we don't have resources now for this, or okay. this is not in our uh, priorities, then you wasted a lot of things. Yeah, true. So you want to have that, and if you can have that person inside the sprint to make sure the alignment is with this person as well, that's like the ideal scenario. Okay, okay. So. Even if you can push it, you should have green lights if you need them before going there, right? So there should be this, you know, social contract between everybody participating that this is not the... We are doing early research on possible solutions that we may pick later. It should be for actually topics you want to attack. Exactly. Back you, to my answer to your question of like yeah. when to decide to go to the device. Yes, it's, it's for... Yeah. It's not for nice-to-haves, probably. Or not no. for, like... Hey, we are thinking maybe we would do it, Fims. No, because it's a lot of effort, a okay. lot of time. I would say it's a bit expensive for, for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you should want to have the goals super clear as well. Mm -hmm. The challenges you're facing and the goals. And it's important for the facilitator to meet with the with the decider yeah. to be to be aligned on that. And even though the information will flow during mm -hmm. the workshop, it's important for the facilitator to know so he can kind of help the team agree or go yeah. in one direction or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always important, no, to 
it's it's usually a bunch of people. So the facilitator, actually, I do believe facilitator is a key. So having good facilitator at the design sprint is super important. And this person shouldn't be at the same time collaborator in a design sprint. Ah, that's like, a good one. Yeah, I, I do yeah. believe it's a separate role. So you don't count that person as a person that takes part in a design sprint. She or he facilitates that, but that's that's another role. And super important to together because it's a bunch of people and then if everybody will start shooting like goals it's also not that productive so sometimes if you have like a clear business goals or product person on board you know getting and guess game of like should we have 100 customers no i believe we should have 1000 it's like redundant in a lot of cases and it's like yeah maybe there are goals already and then if the facility knows them she or he can skip some of the activities that are towards the this discover of the goals if they're known. But yeah, yeah exactly. It, uh, and guide a bit as well the conversation if it's going too far away from the from the goal yeah. or challenge. And related to this in the preparation, in the last ones I did, I also met with participants and in the remote one, this is super useful. Okay. So you can check if they are aligned as well in the goals and the challenges, because sometimes they are invited, but you never know if they are invited and they really know what, yeah. what's gonna, going to happen True. over there. So yeah, that will be for preparation. And then of course, preparing the dynamics and the board and everything, yeah. but yeah. Okay, that's good. And so we well then you need a team you need a team who's in a team so who should be in a team uh so teams should be cross-functional so you would want to have different roles okay. so designer you want developer as well uh if you can and it's related someone from marketing someone from product so i would say more or less the different roles that would touch the product later when it's actually okay. released or it's gonna be live or real and how about including like some wild stuff like someone from outside the team like customer or like a third party expert things like this are they okay or i think so i think so i've never did anyone okay. with a customer it will be interesting to do it uh but for instance we did with inviting people from outside mm -hmm. the best moment is the first part where it's more like conversation and stuff that's the best moment to invite uh someone from okay. outside uh I guess in any case, inviting someone from outside helps open up your mind okay. with fresher ideas. Yeah. So yeah, it depends on how much from outside. So maybe okay. the guy working on the bakery, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> but someone from within the industry or a customer or maybe like an industry expert, something like this. Could... Yeah, especially at the beginning uh -huh. when defining the challenge and exploring the, the problem scope. I think at that moment could be super, super okay. useful. And then maybe you can skip it later, maybe for drawing the solutions. But even there might be might be interesting. We should try one with a customer. Okay. We, we never did it. We can, we can, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, we talked a lot about skipping parts and parts <laughs> being there. So maybe maybe we can explain our listeners and, and, and subscribers about like what are the parts. So uh, do we go with the shorter or longer version? Uh, so the one I do is normally the one from AJ and Smart, which okay. is shorter. Um, I just like it better because it's shorter. Okay. Uh, yeah. I still recommend everyone to read the book because there you really understand the reason behind the exercise, mm -hmm. which is super important. But yeah, we're going to explain here the one from AJ and Smart, the Design Sprint 2.0. Okay. Uh, so basically, the most like difficult part would be the workshops day, which are day one and day two. And then, so on the first day, uh, you're going to define the problem in the morning. 
and in the afternoon you're going to draw the solutions. Okay. So yeah. That sounds like a lot of work, not for the designer this time. <laughs> exactly. So it's like you people design for me. Yeah. I'm not designing now. Yeah. Okay. And so so maybe let's go through them. We yeah. have all time on the planet. So exactly. Let's go into the day one. So first day, everybody meets for a coffee. What's next? It can be remote, but yeah, everybody. It can be remote. Okay. Let's a remote so coffee. We meet for yeah. a remote coffee. Exactly. Um, so basically, you have the first part where you want everyone to understand the problem. Uh, so this is called uh, ask the experts or interview with the experts and in this part someone who understands the problem who has the knowledge of the research or I don't know it's involved with the customers for instance will come and will explain the the situation to, okay. to everyone and this can be the third party person or someone within the design sprint team or outside of the team but within the company right exactly exactly this can be anyone who really knows the user the problem you're facing the challenge it can be one or multiple or multiple people and okay. you can invite them all together in the same room uh, so basically they will just come and explain the problem and the rest of the team so the participant will ask questions and listen to them uh, but the important part here is not that they are explaining the problem, which it's interesting, but yeah. as you mentioned some day ago, like m most of the people will maybe already know the problem, right? Yeah. But the, the interesting part here is that the people will take will write down the, the, the problems they hear as challenges okay. with the how might we format. So this way it's like people are writing notes and at the end it's like you have like a common notebook from everyone. Yeah. So you will have all the challenges written down in post-its as how might we questions. So yeah. That yeah, and notes for note for participants. So the thing that Hunkal mentioned with so sometimes when you go for a design sprint or you organize it for the first time, you may fi find this you know, uh, force coming from product people or some other people <laughs> saying like, hey, but why we spend an hour talking about the problem that we totally understand, like, check it out. Here's my strategy I've been working on. What do you understand from the problem? Why we need alignment on it? Um, but as, as Hunkal said, it, it's, it's really good because you can open yourself to a challenge and sometimes you will find missing pieces in your, in your strategy or you will not that's fine, you will waste one hour in your life. <laughs> but then it's gonna be helpful for the other people in a, in a, in a team. Even though they know the context, it's, it helps you, that's gonna sound new agey, but like synchronize the brain to, okay, I'm solving this problem right now, I need to deep dive into it and, and mm -hmm. go into this deep focus mode. So, you know, um, in our case, whatever we talk about doctors, we will end up this topic at the opinions. Like this is super easy mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. enter, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. every time. But if we, you know, spend an hour talking like, don't think opinions, don't think opinions, don't yeah. think opinions. Just focus on the just challenge. On this one, you can focus the rest of the people for the rest of the meeting even. So mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. is really useful, even if you will not get any super useful challenges from it or anything which I believe will be not true because every time with it, I received something good. So we changed somehow the, the view we had on the problem initially after this, this round, so yeah. Yes, exactly. And super important, as you said, uh, don't enter into solutions at this moment. No, we are no, just no, no. In, the, in the problem space. So you have all your how my ways maybe on a board or anything. And the next thing you're, you're going ah, to and do... It, it yeah. is weird to write stuff in how might we. <laughs> 
I, 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 yeah, I, it took me a lot of time to like design sprints, really. Um, <laughs> but now you like them. Uh, now I like them. Now I like them. Uh, I really do. We run them sometimes, so, so I, I do like them. Um, but yeah, the, again, please keep up with the process. Write them is how might we. It, it, it makes sense. The reason behind the how might we yeah. is that it's a, it's, so it tells you that it's something that's not solved, but it's positive enough to tell you that there is a solution in okay. the future. So it opens you up with creativity in a way. Okay, makes right. sense. <laughs> yeah, it totally makes sense after a while. It's just like sometimes you may feel weird of like, hey, I know this, why I need to write it like this, but follow, follow, it makes sense. Exactly. Uh, so the next thing you are going to do with all this, how my wish, with the team and the participants, you're going to vote and choose the most important ones to tackle. Yeah. So I think this is the most important part of the exercise because people maybe already heard about the problem, maybe they already know the challenges, but right now the team is aligning on what are the most important yeah. to solve here. Yes, yeah. and how the voting works. So basically people, well, you, you want to cluster them to be easier yeah. to, to analyze, okay. and then you give a few votes to the, to the people and, and it's just that, it's just silent voting. This is one of the, of the principles okay. of design sprint, which is super good. So it, it, it tries to cut discussion because sometimes discussions, they take a lot of time yeah. and it's only just one charismatic person with another talkative person talking. The rest of the people is uh, just watching. Yeah. So here there's a lot of silent voting. So okay. people just silently read the options and they vote on the ones I think they are more important and you can just visually see which ones are they, you move them on the side and the decision is already made yeah. without any discussion or any time wasted on conversations. Okay, that's yeah. good. So, and then we move to, so we have a, and from there we have our long-term goal, right? So this is the yes. most voted one. We pick it as a, this is the goal for us to, to go. Well, you basically want to write, write it down mm -hmm. in a different way. So, okay, you imagine you have your three main challenges, you think they're the most important. So, uh, if you would solve these challenges in an ideal world, how it's going to look in two years' time? Yeah. So, you would write, in two years' time, we are going to be the most successful company ever or something yeah. like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so, each person will write one long-term goal and then they will just paste it on the wall and then the participant will have one vote and okay. they will, will paste it on their favorite one. And there you go. You have your long-term goal without any long discussion okay. or anything. Yeah. And you will use that one as a guide for the rest of the of the workshop for yeah. everyone for the solutions and and to think. Okay. Yeah. From experience of a team member in a design sprint, sometimes you do have a discussion at the end with the long term goal. So sometimes it is a bit adjusted by like a quick discussion between people, but I believe it's it's okay if the facilitator keep it like short. Exactly. So it's not, it not becomes a lobbying war of like who's going to be better at pitching shit, no? But sometimes like we did had situations when we did like a mutation of two that were like uprunners well. and we were like, okay, let's, let's try to mutate them into another sentence that makes like, says about both of them, for example, or opens like a bit wider, um, you know, uh, space to, to tackle. 
That's a good point because it, you're right. It's not like forbidden to talk. Yeah, and it's not you like know, <laughs> some advice from some people that could be But scared, then, you, you can speak. So. That's true. That's true. But the activities are designed to try to reduce yeah. unnecessary discussion yeah. and unnecessary conversations. But of course, you can, and it happens, you can have a small conversation and then maybe change a bit the result and stuff yeah. like that. But the facilitator need to be like looking that it doesn't extend too much it doesn't get out of the exercise yeah and, yeah. and in, if you know that's gonna be i am so crazy with design sprints when i'm thinking <laughs> about it uh, so what i wanted to say is like also you know some of the long-term goals can be just like gibberish or wishful thinking so uh -huh. this understanding of the business metrics behind why we want to do the problem in the first place is also then important, I believe, in the facilitator brain. So, you know, whenever mm -hmm. we see, hey, it's going sideways or we will start doing something else that we initially wanted, also a place to signal. And, and that's why it is crucial for them, for everybody to co-create this long-term goal, uh, but at the same time be aligned with whatever plan there is, like a higher one. So Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, and, it, and in this case, it's useful for before the sprint, What I say to make sure that people know what's going on, people yeah. know maybe the part of the strategy so or whatever. So they're not guessing stuff or doing things that were already tried and maybe failed and things like exactly. that. Exactly. So, so if, if participants have this information and the first part explaining the problem was well done, yeah. then you, you're not going to find someone writing a long-term goal of something that yeah. it's not related. Yeah, true, true. So wouldn't make much sense. Yeah. But yeah, probably it's like super positive, you're never gonna make it, but you have it there, like a bit of like oh, it's a long-term goal. It's it, 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 it's, <laughs> long-term goals never happen, no, 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 right? The long-term, so long you, you change them in, 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 along the way. Okay, yeah. so we have our long-term goal, everybody's aligned on this one, what we do next, this first day? So what you do next is that, okay, we have this perfect world where we achieve this, but which are like the biggest um, stoppers we have to mm -hmm. achieve this goal. So we know the challenges we want to, to solve, we know where we are going with the goal, but what are the biggest stoppers? So we do risks. Exactly, um, yeah, those, those yeah. would be the risks. They, they are the risks exactly. to the project. So yeah. which are the main risks? So what, what are the worst things that can happen, the most dangerous things? And the team will write this down as a can we, yeah. as well, writing in a positive way, yeah, okay. right? So can we avoid, uh, I don't know. So in the example we were doing, we had one problem that the, um, we, we were doing a tool mm -hmm. for different specialties for doctors and each doctor had a lot of complexity on their specialty. Yeah. And I remember we said, can we make it easy to use? Right, because this was our big stopper. Like, is there's so much complexity? We're not gonna make it easy to use. Yeah, true, true. And, and we wanted to make something useful, mm -hmm. part of the of the of the goal. So yeah, exactly. And these can we questions? So each team member writes one. Same thing. You paste them on the wall. People vote for one. And in the end, you will have like a one, two, three uh, can we questions, which are the main stoppers. And these are are going to be super important later when drawing the solutions and when defining the testing, because you want to validate if yeah. you're able to overcome these stoppers. Okay. You don't want to live in a, a I don't know, ideal world yeah. where there are no problems and yeah. no risks. So, so. so you want to be able to answer if this is solving, like if this can be shipped, for example, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or, or there is addressable market because we know for certain things we needed to include something, right? So yeah. exactly. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so we have our challenges, so we know that if these things 
cannot happen. We are doomed, basically, and our sprint will will be doomed. We have our goal. Uh, what do we do next? So the next exercise is the map. Okay. Which basically it's a represent a basic, basic representation of the flow either of the product or the feature that you're doing, something like that. And it, it shows, it's like a user flow kind of. So mm -hmm. it shows the one, two, three users you have, and it's like a timeline, and then in the timeline, the actions and how it relates one user to another. And here it's super important that the exercise per se, so drawing the map, mm -hmm. it's not the exercise. Okay. That's not super important. And this is a big mistake you can make at the beginning because with a big group of people trying to draw a map, everyone together can take a lot of time. And Especially, you know, if you have experts of different domains, they may find paths in this flow you don't know, and then you spend time building this octopus of a flow. Exactly. Every if possible and everything's there. And that's not the clue here. Exactly. And that's totally right. The experts of their domain, they want to add a lot of detail to that yeah, because, area. You know, and then if you click here, you can go here and then maybe this happens. So we need timer that shows that in three months from now, we will receive a marketing email. And you know things like this, and it's not the not the clue here. Right? No, that's not the goal. So the goal is that everyone has an alignment of mm -hmm. what's going on, what's happened in the user flow, and the important thing is that you're going to take your challenges from the how might we your biggest challenges, and you're going to paste them on top of the map okay. on the flow, and then you will have a way to visually see in which part of the flow the main challenges are falling. Okay. And basically, this is just to pick one area to focus. Because you're doing a user, uh, a prototype and a user testing in just two days, you're not doing the full the yeah. full flow, the full platform. You're going to choose the core or the most important. So thing. an example could be invoice creation. That's a use case everybody has. Not really. <laughs> but let's say you create an invoice, right? So uh, you need to get the data for a company that you want to invoice like then you create the invoice then you need to send this invoice then you need to you know sometimes get the money but sometimes you need to push someone to get the money for that invoice mm -hmm. and then you need to you know market as paid whenever it's paid so there's pretty long flow right yeah and then what would happen on design sprint we could decide on like okay so let's start with the creation because we don't have any for mm -hmm. example or maybe we have creation, but there is no easy way to share the invoice, and maybe customers needs to, you know, send it easily and not print the PDF and send through email. Maybe they want to send it officially through application or things like this. So you pick like only a part of it. Exactly. Right? Or or maybe even most of the challenges are related to customers not paying. Okay. So maybe you want to focus on vindication. On vindication. Yeah. On on the on the last part. So this is a super good example. And in your map, you will probably have the second user, which is the person paying. Yeah. Maybe this person receives the invoice. Maybe has like some days to pay with a code or something yeah. like that. But yeah, that's basically the level you want to have on a map. Like no. Or you know, save the card so you can do recurring payment. Yeah, and then you can have different solutions. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Good example. <laughs> Let's build yeah. an invoicing app now. Um, yeah, so basically the trick for this one is that you uh, the, the facilitator can bring them up already done, like a basic one. Okay. And then with the people, they can just like maybe fix things that are not correct or maybe add a couple of details. So then the exercise doesn't take that much long okay. and it works for the purpose. So you try to prepare like a sketch of a map before maybe with the 
decider or, the decider, uh, while, yeah. while, while organizing, right? Exactly. Okay. Or if the decider in this case has uh, maybe deciding decisions, but it's not sure about the flow, then with, with, with whomever who really knows the flow, you get the information, you draw the map. Okay. And then when you get to the exercise, the map is already done. So people just can like discuss, tweak, make changes. and. Okay. Nice. So, so it doesn't, as you said, it doesn't become an exercise itself to draw a map. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, you put your challenges on top of the map and then the decider will make a circle. And, okay, this is the area we're focused in. Oh, well, it's pretty clear the area yeah. when you when you Yeah, yeah. we will see it on the map. Okay. And then we move to something called lightning demos. Exactly. What do you demo there? <laughs> so up to there, you are now you know what you want to solve. And you will move now. So up to here was like the morning, now it's the afternoon, and you want to start uh, creating solutions. And to start creating solutions, at first you want to get some inspiration, especially if not everyone in the room is a decider. Oh, it's a decider, it's a designer. Then yeah. it's um, the design sprint is guiding them through the creative process a bit. And one yeah. part of the creative process is benchmarking and inspiration. So basically, you will give some time to each of the participants to research other products that are solving a similar pro uh, problem. Yeah. And they can be from other industry. Actually, it's even better if yeah. they are from other industry. We were comparing electronic health records to HubSpot, for example. So, <laughs> yeah. Because it was solving similar problem use case, let's say, in a super certain place. Um, but we've been using HubSpot at one of the design sprints as an idea for exactly. health app, which is weird, but yeah. That's a good example, yeah. So yeah, basically each uh, participant will do some research, then each one of them will share uh, one app or two apps with but one. But research, it's like totally desk research. So ah, it's yeah. just like not going and doing interviews and things like this. You just sit down with your computer and, yes. you know, quick desk research or you just recollect the apps you know or maybe products you heard about. Uh, sometimes you may ask product experts about different solutions from the space, because this happens in this first stage when you ask the experts, you will hear about competition or different solutions. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So maybe you can pick them and see how they solve those problems. But this is this is like this. It's supposed to be quick desk research, not that you need to yes, in yes. one hour become like a you know world great researcher. Doesn't doesn't mean that it's, no it's, it's like, like a ten minutes ten minutes check, you check yeah. some products, you write down some notes and then you share with uh, with everybody. Uh, like hey this app has this feature that could help us yeah. uh, solve our problem and stuff. And and I really like uh, this can be done different ways, but one way is that each of the participants will will explain to it, and then the facilitator or someone else will draw them as a sketches the solutions on a board, okay. and then you have everything visually, okay, uh, like all the inspiration. In our case, we were doing screenshots on a mirror board, no? Yes. So yeah, if you're on this one, is super <coughs> good if you're in person. But in mirror, it's so much better the the screenshots yeah. because it's not easy to draw. So yeah. Screenshots with notes. So, a pro stuff. tip um, you can put a lot of screenshots and do like it's almost like mood boards and things like this. No? Yes, yes. So, you see, it's a bit taking the participants through the creative process of the designer because, yeah, at the end you have like a mood board. Yeah. That's totally true. Yeah. Okay, so um, we are finishing the first day. Later, <laughs> later you do more sketching and things like this. First one is super heavy on organization. And yes. Even though you say not a lot of talking, I would say you talk even less on next days. And on the first one, you talk mm -hmm. a bit more. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so uh, we have the lighting demos and what do we do next on uh, day one? So then it's moment to start drawing the solutions, but instead of jumping on just drawing, same thing here because we're not designers, for some people it's a bit difficult to just jump and draw solutions. Uh, there's a few steps for the sketching, so first you will give time to the people to go through the room or through the mirror board, whatever, yeah. uh, taking notes of the things I found more interesting, remembering the long-term goal, remembering the um, the can we questions, checking everything and start drawing and start like writing okay. down some ideas. And then after that, there's this uh, crazy eights exercise, mm -hmm. which basically helps you iterate on one idea and helps you warm up on the sketching skills and stuff. Yeah. So from all of your notes, you will take one of your ideas, the one you find more interesting, and you will need to draw eight different versions of it or eight different ways of doing it or solving it. And you will have one minute per, per drawing. Some people hack it and just draw eight different solutions or eight different ideas. <laughs> As well, you can Which do is that. okay. Yeah, Which yeah. is okay. Again, it, the, the goal of the exercise is just to warm you up yeah. on sketching and warm, warm up your mind on drawing solutions, so you can you can tweak it. So the goal is not to have like a perfect paper. No, it's it's not really used that much later on. I mean, you use them. But this is personal. Like, this is personal. personal. So both the notes and the crazy eight is just for you for warming you up and your mind on sketching yeah. and yeah, and, and getting solutions. prepared for a next day that you're gonna. No, that day you do the drawing. You do the ah no, this is the day. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is that when it's like remote, uh, yeah. sometimes it's better to tell the people, okay, now you can do it uh, by yourselves, or at least I do that sometimes, and then you pick different time, and this okay. is maybe that, why that, that, the That's why I, I got yeah. the feeling that it's the next day, yeah, because right after the sketching, you actually start drawing the, after, sorry, crazy eights. We have the eight <laughs> solutions. Yeah. And you draw the final solution, yeah. as you say. Yeah. So if you're in person, you just do it over there. If you're remote, you can... You can do it remotely, but remotely is super tiring to be connected yeah. all the time. So you can tell the people, hey, just do them on your time, yourself. I'm here. Uh, call me, send me a message, any yeah. question you have. So people do them by themselves. And with drawing, it's important. It doesn't need to be pretty. Super doesn't need to be. Mm -hmm. um, drawing by text is also okay. So writing logo and then filter is fine too. The designers will make it pretty and then design. It's more about capturing the main ideas and the concepts you want to have in your solution. So it's not about, you know, uh, drawing uh, autocomplete with the open state and, and the half shadow, bold, and shadow and <laughs> half bolded uh, matching text. It's not about that. You can write autocomplete here and to the arrow. And it's more about for others later to understand the main concepts you, you had in, in the solution. Exactly, that's totally true. So you it's, it's also not gonna be that, you know, that you may already guess that there's gonna be voting later about solutions. <laughs> there's always voting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not about that the designer gonna take the whatever you draw and then make it just UI kit and ship it. It's more, hey, so we believe this was the best set of ideas, complexity or whatever. Um, so, uh, you do the sketching, we have the sketch, and then the, the day ends, right? The day yeah, the day, the, ends. the day ends. You want to make sure that, uh, uh, as a facilitator, you want to make sure that the participants draw solutions that are self-explanatory and clear. As you said, they don't have to be pretty, they have to be, they have to be clear. And, and yeah, and that's it. The day okay. ends there. Um, 
normally the format for drawing the solutions to make it easier for the participants, not like just draw whatever, you tell them, draw your idea like in three slides or in three steps. Like okay. if you would explain it on three slides of a, of a keynote or three screens of a, of a step. So basically, you have one drawing and then the notes. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And yeah. And up to here, it's already super exhausting. Like people are tired. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So maybe uh, as the day closes, we can close this episode. Ah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then we we will t go through the next days in the second part of this episode that's gonna be published soon. Um, yes. So sorry for that. <laughs> like super yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere cutting, but yeah. But it's totally true because it's uh, yeah. I feel this is a good now. moment now mm -hmm. that that if you listen, you you can you can you can think about like this heavy first day, um, and we'll come back to you in a week with another episode. So week or two weeks. Week or two weeks. <laughs> we are still working on our um, scheduling. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. thank you very much for this this episode. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening and, and and watching us, and see you in the next one. See you. See you. Bye. Bye.